Welcome back, TC family. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. We're back again with our Spiritual Emphasis 2022 series. Before we kick it off, we want to remind you of a valuable resource, and that is our 24-7 helpline. You can call anytime, anywhere, day or night, and a Teen Challenge staff member will be on the other line waiting for your call. That number is 888-520-0620. And if you or your loved one needs prayer or help with addiction, you can call that same number at 888-520-0620. Get ready as Pastor Kevin Brown from Side by Side Church International in Santa Ana, California brings the fire. We pray that you hear the voice of God today through Pastor Kevin's message. God bless you today, my friends. It's a real blessing to be here. I, I feel very blessed. I have to tell you that um, uh, when I look at all the things that God has done uh, through and in Teen Challenge, it just keeps me so encouraged. I get so motivated, um, so much more on fire for the Lord when I have the opportunity to come and see all of you and see the things that God is doing. And then I see you when you're at TCMI, and then I see you years later and you're in ministry. Uh, it's just an incredible, incredible encouragement to me. And so please accept this as I'm trying to share it from my heart. I want to give the Lord, just, just me, I'm going to give the Lord a hand clap for all of you, all of the staff, uh, all the prayer, just going all the way back to the very beginning. So just allow me one second, please. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Let's get into this. We only have a limited amount of time, and I really want to, um, we're not going to cover a lot of ground, but the ground we're going to cover is going to be powerful ground. Amen. It's the Word of God, and the Word of God can never be changed. Nothing can stop the Word of God. Not a judge. I know some of you may have some cases pending. A judge can't change what God is saying about you. I know some of you are, are I, I believe no one's told me these things, but I believe as I was praying before I came here the last, well, yesterday and today, I, I believe some of you have some civil court cases like um, child custody, uh, things like that. You know, so when it gets quiet like that, I know we're really hitting it. I know we're really, God's really nailing it in a, in a good way. And I want you to know, as we talk about prayer here in a moment, it, when, when we pray from a point of victory, this the last year I've been teaching around the world about being champions, how we are champions in Christ, how, how when we stay obedient to what God's word is saying, yeah, the battle comes, let it come, bring it on. Because you're going to lose, enemy. You're going to lose. You're going to suffer the worst defeat you've ever had when you come into my house. You get into my realm, it's not going to be pretty for you. Amen? That's the, that's the degree, that's the atmosphere, that's the mindset. When I'm praying, that's where I pray from. Total defeat for the enemy, complete victory for God's people. And, 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 you know, a lot of times we have to understand that 
when we're praying, it's okay to pray for yourself. That's, there's no problem with that. But when we're praying, you know, you're destroying things in the spirit realm, in, this, in the realm that you can't see. You're destroying things. And if you understand that, then you'll get it that wherever the, wherever the sole of your foot treads, it's yours. It's yours for the kingdom of God. I can't even begin to tell you how many countries I've been so blessed to be in where it was illegal for me to be in. But God always got me in. Like I never crossed a border illegally. I never, you know, went into a country without a visa. God always made a way. I share that with you to say that in your life right now, God is making a way. Do not give up. Do not quit. Do not throw in the towel. Do not surrender. Surrender is not a part of my vocabulary. It's It's a white flag I'll offer the enemy, but I don't have one. You don't have one. You have nothing to wave except the glory of God. I have nothing to wave except the sword of God. Amen? All right. When we pray, let's take a look at Matthew chapter 16 and We're going to look at verse 18 and 19 just briefly. It says in Matthew 16, 18 and 19, and I'm out of the New King James Version. Jesus Christ is speaking. So if it's, if you have a red letter Bible, I always say if it's in red, it needs to be read. If it's R-E-D, it needs to be R-E-A-D'd. Okay? Here's what Jesus said. And I also say to you that you are Peter. And what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to insert your name there. Because the, the, the church, the body of Christ, is built upon you as a piece of the rock. Amen. The Jesus, is, the Jesus in you is the rock that the church has been built upon. And I, and I want you to know, I brought this backpack up for a reason. A lot of times... We, when we come to Jesus Christ and we're serving God and then the battle begins. Like the first year, you're so on fire, you don't care what anybody thinks. You know, you don't care if you look like a fool dancing for the Lord. You don't even care about that stuff. Then all of a sudden, see if you've ever experienced this. All of a sudden, you realize you brought this baggage into this relationship. Probably none of you ever did that, so I'll speak about myself. Okay? Suddenly, all those things that you had under control in Christ begin to try to resurface. They they begin to try to take over. They try to get you away from prayer. They try to cut down on your praise and worship time. And so what I tell people all the time, and I have to do this myself as well, as I just unzip this thing, I'm not going to do it today, but... I begin to take things out. Here's, here's all the things that people said about me before I was a Christian. And, and don't you know, they were right. <laughs> I was all those things. I was a dog before, before I was a Christian. I did horrible things, horrible things. But when I became a Christian, those things were done away with. So when you became a Christian, those things are done away with. But for whatever reason, sometimes we find ourselves carrying this stinky backpack. I say stinky because it it emits an odor. Right? It's not the fragrance of Christ. 
And so sometimes we have to unpack. Just throw that stuff out again. Just throw it out. Just throw it out. And then don't open yourself up for it anymore. Amen. So Jesus says to Peter, upon this rock I'm going to build my church and the gates of Hades or the, the unseen realm will never ever defeat it. That's you. That's why I wanted you to put your name there. The enemy cannot defeat the Jesus in you. The enemy has no ability to defeat the Jesus in you. Not only that, but you, the Bible says in John chapter 17, verse 11, and you can go through to 23, just write that down. Jesus Christ is talking about how we're one with the Father and the Son. Have you thought about that? You're created in the image of God, and you're one. Have you ever thought about yourself being one with the Father and the Son? Have you ever dared to think about the same authority that Jesus Christ, when he was on the earth, you have the same authority? Think about that. Jesus just spoke the word and it happened. Did you know that when you pray and you speak the word, it's going to manifest? It may not manifest right now. It may not manifest a week from now, or it may. It doesn't matter when it manifests. The point I'm trying to get across to you is that it's going to manifest. It's the word of God. It cannot come back empty. It will accomplish what he pleases, and it will prosper in the thing for which he sent it. So when we pray, we've got to be praying the word of God. Now watch this in verse 19. This is what I want you to get. Jesus says, and I will give you. Now, he's talking to disciples, but this applies to us today. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. My God, let that sink in. You have been, you're not going to be given. When you became born again, you have access to everything in heaven. The full authority of God backs you up. The full authority of God backs you up. I, I had to go to court one time a long time ago. It was a civil court. And this person just made up all these lies. And um, it was very interesting because when I went in, I, I heard this person share all these lies. And, I, and the old Kevin wanted to jump up I object, Your Honor. <laughs> That's not true. These are all lies. And the Lord said, Cállate la boca. <laughs> Shut your mouth. He said, he, he, what he was saying was, Kevin, I've got this. And if you open your mouth, you're going to mess it up. And so I was sitting there, and, and I mean, my, probably smoke was coming out of my ears in the spirit realm. I was upset because I wanted to defend myself. Like a lot of us, we want to defend ourselves. And then I realized, this isn't about me. Let that be a, a message to you right there. When we're praying, it's not about us. It's all about him. What's his will for that situation? Because the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, this is the confidence we have in him if we ask anything anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us why are you why are you sweating it that's a loose translation why are you getting all upset 
Why do you have to have people say, hey, bro, you got a, a vein sticking out right here. Just push that right back in. If I know God's word and I'm speaking God's word into that situation, that's God's word is God's will. And God's will is God's word. So if you're speaking God's word into that situation, you have spoken his will. And if you know you're speaking his will, you know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And the enemy will do everything he can to try to make, look, make it look like it's not going to happen. I was in uh, Kiev, Ukraine on February 24th. I had gone there the week before, about 10 days before, to pray in Kharkiv and Chernobyl and Kiev and um, got into those locations, was able to just intercede for the day, came back to Kiev and uh, Kiev. And uh, on the 24th, I woke up about 5 o'clock in the morning, actually about 4.30, and I was excited because I was going home. My flight was all set. I was all pre-checked and everything. And all of a sudden, I heard these explosions, like really close. And I go, man, those are rockets. Because I was in Iraq doing contract work as a pastor, as a chaplain. And I know what rockets sound like when they hit. And I was like, what in the world? And then uh, I got a phone call. And the guy that was taking me to the airport, he goes, I ain't coming. I'm going to Poland. Take care. <laughs> I was like, okay. So now I'm in Kiev, Ukraine. I prayed before I came for like a month. I knew I was in God's will. I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew I was in God's will. But it didn't look like it at 5.30 in the morning on February 24th. But then I, I went and I got in prayer and I asked God, Father, what do, you, what do you want me to do? He says, you're going to be here four more days. I was like, okay, I will be here four more days, but you need to talk to my wife because she's in America and I know she's not going to be very happy about this. My wife is a wonderful woman. She's a total support system for what God does through our ministry. And, and, but, you know, she's the prayer person. She's the prayer warrior. And so I contacted her via WhatsApp, and we got some things taken care of. It worked out well. But what I want you to understand is that it didn't look like it was good to be there. It didn't look like the very mission God had sent me there was taking place. In fact, it looked like it was all falling apart. And there was a bunch of other things that happened, but for lack of time, sake of time, I want to just share this with you. If you look at Kharkiv, Kharkiv right now, the Ukrainian army is taking it back. Amen? So praise God. Praise God. When you look right now at the capital, Kiev, the Russians came in through Chernobyl, but that all got shut down. They suffered horrendous casualties, the Russians did. And I tell you, it's because of prayer. It's because of prayer. So it may not look like, think about this in your life right now. Maybe you have a situation that's pending. Maybe you have something coming up. Maybe you're facing a situation you never faced before. It may not look like it's working. It may not look like it's taking place, but it is. As long as you're speaking God's word, you take it, just write this down, Moses chapter um, 14, verse 15, and Joshua chapter 7, verse 10. In both of those situations, we find Moses and Joshua on their face 
praying to God. And God gives them the same response. Listen to this. They're literally on their face, pouring out their heart to God. And God tells them both the same thing many years apart. Here's what, here's what God said. Get up off your face. There's nothing wrong with laying down and praying before the Lord. But at some point, brothers and sisters, you have to get up. At some point, you have to take God's word at its face value and go face what you're going to face. And when you think about it, amen, when you think about it, what are you going to go face? You're going to go face a defeated foe. You're going to go face a situation that once you're through it, you're going to be a, be a better brother or sister in Christ. You're going to be a better mom. You're going to be a better dad. You're going to be a better parent. But you got to face it. You can't, you can't like try to get around it. You can't matador it. You got to go face it. You can't, praise and, you can't praise and worship way out of it, but it can be part of the process for sure. I love praise and worship. When the bombs are falling in Kiev, I grab my phone, put on my praise and worship, and I'm just worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Especially at night. They would always bomb at night, and I'd be trying to sleep. And I'd just turn the praise and worship on even louder. I couldn't even hear the bombs hitting anymore, but the bed would go like this from all the rumbling. And it was like, it, it was so supernatural. It's like, okay, I know what this is. I know I'm exactly where God has me to be. What could possibly happen to me? What could possibly go wrong? What does the enemy have? He has bullets and bombs. What do we have? We have the power of God. The power of God. What, what can the court system do to you? The court system is not bigger than God. Come on. That big attorney that that other person has, that means nothing to God. God's your advocate. God's your lawyer. Come on. Don't let the enemy drag you down into the natural realm. You stay on fire for the one that set you on fire. Come on. Amen. Stay on fire with the one who set you. That's going to be a message. I'm going to write that down, someone, please. <laughs> there is absolutely, absolutely no weapon formed against you that can win. None. No matter what it looks like. It didn't look like it was going to work. It didn't look like I was going to get out of Kiev. It didn't look like it was going to happen. I went to the train station. The soldiers told me, you don't need a ticket. I go, praise God, man. Everything's free. Hallelujah. I went the next day. I get ready to jump on the train. I met these, these uh, young people. They were college students. They were Muslim. That's important. They were Muslim. And uh, I said, I just want to pray with you guys. So we prayed. And we get ready to get on the, the train. And the conductor says, where's your ticket? In, in uh, Ukrainian. I'm like, dude, there's no, there, everything's free. What are you talking about? gratis, What's the problem? And he said, no, no, you got to have a ticket. And so the Muslim guy says to me, hey, I got you. Right on his phone, he buys me a ticket. Just like that. If I didn't get that ticket, I wasn't going anywhere. 
Then, I, then once I, we took the train until the train ended, then I had to get out of the country so I could come home. So I contacted, you ready for this? Teen Challenge in Romania. I was blessed many years ago, Pastor Ron and I ordained Kathleen and uh, over 20 years ago. And now here we are in February 2022, 22 years later, and uh, we're putting together a game plan to smuggle me out of the country of Ukraine to get me into Romania so that I can go home. And then when I get home, what do you think the first thing God says? I need, to, I need you to go back. Como? <laughs> Remember? Remember when the cops would stop some of you and you start speaking Spanish even though you spoke English? <laughs> you might know somebody that did that. I don't, you may have heard a rumor about that. But yeah, the Lord said, I want you to go back now. I want you to help establish routes to get families out, to get children out, to get orphans out. I want you to establish routes to get supplies in. We were getting supplies into Ukraine and one of our locations that we were, we were holding a lot of the supplies, a rocket hit that location. And the rocket came right through the roof, right through the second floor, into the ground, and never detonated. I'm telling you, we have God on our side. You have God on your side. Matthew chapter 16. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Nothing, nothing, no, when you pray, it's done. The enemy you fight is a defeated foe. He's been defeated for over 2,000 years. He just doesn't want you to think he's defeated. It's time to start talking to the enemy, amen? It's time to start letting him know you know who you are in Christ and he's under your feet and he will always be under your feet. He cannot come out from under your feet. You are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. You have everything. All of heaven backs your words. You cannot lose, my friends. It doesn't matter what anyone has ever said about you. It doesn't matter what they're saying about you right now. I still have relatives that think it's just an act. What, what God's doing to my life. They're waiting. They're waiting for the old Kevin to come out. He's, like, He's dead and buried. He ain't coming out. Amen. Your situation is not impossible. Pray. 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 Don't be concerned about how you sound or how it looks. We never go by what it looks like. We walk by faith and not by sight. And never, ever go by what it looks like. I've been in so many countries when they've come to kidnap me. In fact, in, in uh, a country was it? Syria. In, they actually did kidnap me in, in Syria. And they kidnapped me to take me to a mosque to show me what was happening there. How, how the um, military was, assass was using snipers to kill children. And the whole purpose behind that is to demoralize the population. That's how the enemy works, the, to terrorism. 
And so the Amman, the guy in charge of that area, he came and shows me these children that are all, they've all been um, killed by snipers. And I just looked at him and I go, you know what? Let me pray with you. I got a chance, an opportunity to lead the Amman to Jesus. The man that kidnapped me, the, the leader of that group that kidnapped me, he came to me, took me around a corner. I wasn't sure where we were going and what was going to happen, but I knew I was safe. But when you start going around the corner, you're like, uh, I, don't, I think I want to stay right here. We were on the corner, and he just said, you know what? In English, he said to me, would you pray with me? Would you pray with me? A Muslim, a Muslim, he saw Jesus. He knew Jesus was real. When you go out, and you're out, whether you're with Teen Challenge or wherever you're at, people see Jesus in you. They're hungry for who you have and what you have in Christ. Your prayers, your prayers, my brothers and my sisters, they move mountains. You may not see it, but you're moving mountains. Amen? Amen. Let's just pray right now. Father, I want to thank you. Just forgive me this opportunity to be here today, these men and women. You're doing such an incredible thing in their lives. Thank you, Father, for the praise and worship team. Thank you for this awesome facility. Thank you for how you put everything together. And our part is just believing you and going, doing what you've said. We're, we're doers of the word, doers of the word. And I speak right now in the name of Jesus Christ for every man and woman here today that's facing a challenge, whether it's civil court, criminal court, family stuff, marriage stuff, whatever it would be. I thank you right now, Father God, for supernatural intervention. And we together, in agreement, we speak to the powers of darkness directly. We declare that no weapon formed against us can prosper. We declare that no... Uh, no harm shall come to us. We declare that, that God has already gone before us to make the crooked places straight and break in pieces the gates of brass and cut us under the bars of iron. You've given us the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches and secret places. Come on, somebody, that's for you. That's for you. You're, you're fretting and you're worrying about finances. He owns it all, the cattle upon a thousand hills. And he says, I've given you the authority. I've given you the keys to the kingdom of heaven that whatever you say no to on earth is a no in heaven. And whatever you say yes to on earth is a yes in heaven. If you have any sickness in your body, I just want you to place your hand wherever that sickness is, whether it's your knee, your heart, your stomach, your head. Just place one hand there. Thank you, Father. And we're just going to speak the word. We're not going to lay hands on anybody. We're just going to speak the word. So, Father, we say in Jesus' name, this is your body. These men and women are your body. And if anyone wants them whole and complete, you want them whole and complete. And so we thank you now that as we lay hands, according to your word, laying hands on the sick, they will recover. We do that right now. We drive out any and all sickness, drive out any and all religious teaching. We drive out any and all things that are contrary and anything that's contrary to God's word.
And we thank you, Father, that this is done. No matter what the doctors have said, no matter what the x-rays say, the MRI, the CAT scan, it doesn't matter. We choose to believe the report of the Lord. And we speak your word to all these people in the name of Jesus Christ. And then finally, I want to just leave you with this. The same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you. The same exact Holy Spirit. You are unlimited. Go and be a doer of the word. Father, thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless all of you. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you've been encouraged and blessed by this message. Did you know that subscribing to this podcast is free? So please subscribe today if you haven't already. God bless you today, my friends.